need to know the bloomberg quin podcast that prepares you for the day's business good morning this is your daily morning update from bloomberg quint and i'm alex matthew today's the 4th of may listen in over the next few minutes to get a head start on your day the goods and services tax council is likely to consider simplification of the return filing framework and the introduction of a sugar cess in a meeting today among the changes that will be considered the council may allow buyers to avail credit based on the invoices uploaded by the seller lanco infratech is headed for liquidation after lenders rejected the highest offer made by thraveni earth movers under the insolvency code the hyderabad based engineering procurement and construction company owes its financial creditors more than 45000 crore rupees Its largest lenders are ICICI Bank and IDBI Bank. Tata Motors on Thursday said it would sell its non-core defense business to Tata Advanced Systems which is owned by Tata Sons for over 725 crore rupees. Markets regulator SEBI has put in place a stronger mechanism to check non-compliance of listing conditions wherein exchanges will have the powers to freeze promoter shareholding and even delist the shares of defaulting companies. The new rules which have been in the works will come into force with effect from compliance periods ending on or after the 30th of September this year. Interglobe Aviation that's Indigo's parent has clarified that it informed the stock exchanges about Aditya Ghosh's resignation well within timelines prescribed by the listing regulations. Bloomberg had earlier reported that SEBI was investigating a sharp sell-off in the company's stock in the three sessions prior to the announcement of Ghosh's exit. A severe dust storm followed by thunder showers hit parts of Uttar Pradesh and Rajasthan overnight, killing nearly 100 people and causing damage to property and infrastructure. In international news, the US and China wrapped up their first day of trade talks on Thursday without giving any sense of progress on a deal to stop an escalation of trade barriers. Senior officials declined to comment to reporters upon their arrival at their hotel after the meetings but a White House economist described the first day as fairly positive. Those meetings continue today. Meanwhile, the US Commerce Department reported that America's merchandise trade gap with China widened by 16% to 91.1 billion dollars in the first quarter this year. A separate report confirmed China is cancelling US shipments of soybeans. Late tonight you'll see US jobs data that will point to the health of the world's largest economy. In international markets US stocks recovered from a four-week low intraday in the last session after the major indices hit key technical levels. The S&P 500 for one recovered more than 1% from session lows. It still ended lower by about 2/10ths of a percent along with the Nasdaq. The Dow ended flat. Japanese markets are shut this morning. The other markets are trading mixed with the Australian benchmark marginally positive and the Kospi in South Korea in the red. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we likely to end the week? Good morning Alex, good morning everyone. Uh, the global queues currently are rather muted, but lots of numbers that will be out today. Ambuja Cements, Bank of Maharashtra, BSE Capital First, Godrej Properties, Indocount, NIT Tech, PVR and Vocart will be reporting numbers today. In terms of results after market hours, strong results were reported from Vedanta, L&T Finance, Tirumalai Chemicals, Trent and Hexaware. 
Castrol came out with numbers which were in line with estimates, while the weak set of numbers were from companies like JSW Energy, Orient Cement, Nuclear Software and HCC. In terms of stocks to watch, Fortis Healthcare has said that the board meeting will be held on 10th May to consider various bids and proposals received by the company. J. Kumar Infra wins orders worth 445 crores from the Pune Metro and IRB Infra says that they see 10,000 crores of revenue and 1,000 crore of net profit by FY20. In terms of bulk deals, uh, York Asian Fund has bought in significant amount of stake in uh, Fortis Healthcare. The seller has been UBS Principal Capital which is sold in 2.8 crore shares in the company at 157. In terms of brokerages, Credit Suisse has downgraded Pidilite, while Kotak has downgraded MRF post the numbers. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And thank you for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website, like Darshan said, so do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great weekend.